Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? Yes. Haha. <laughs> you guys, it has been a great day today. Man, I am just loving this day. I don't know what's in the air, but there is something going on in the air that is just... Just fucking chef's kiss today. I don't know what's up, but it's better than this week has been. <laughs> been a little bit of a rough week. Um, first and foremost, I want to 100% apologize for my miniature breakdown, meltdown last week. Um, I think most of it was in the YouTube video and a little bit on the end of the episode, I think. I'm not sure. I was in a really rough spot. I had a lot of stuff coming down all at once, and it just got to me. Work has gotten to the point where I am having to make a decision of um, whether I stay and fight for that place or I just let it go because I'm to a point where I just cannot handle the mental stress that it's it's, uh, it's doing to me and my, my team for that matter. So, And I know that a lot of my team are only staying for me. So it's kind of a catch-22, but we will get through it. Um, Just working through some things on that aspect of it. It is what it is, and I will continue to work on that and set intentions and work on spells and affirmations and everything I can to change what I can change and what I can control and what I can't. Well, I'm not going to worry about anymore because there's no point in worrying about things we can't control. So... Besides that part of it, this week's been insane. Thursday was absolutely nuts. Like, there was something in the air that everything was just fucked. There was just, the energy was off of the whole fucking day. From work to home to just random little things. And it wasn't just me. It was my employees having a rough go. Like, everything was just insane. So, I... um staged my office the next day to kind of get rid of all of that and kind of cleanse the fuck out of everything because it's been pretty rough so we're moving forward from that uh everything this week's been great i mean this weekend has been great though i mean it's been a really really nice weekend uh i've, I've been having a great time things are just going really just beautifully today things have been fantastic I got really lost in this episode for y'all, so (laughs) it's going to be fun. Um, A couple updates before we get started. So uh, I started making spell jars for people. So I've been making them here and there for people for quite a while. And I've had people that I don't know, oh shit, ask me, hey, you know, why don't you make them for everybody? Why don't you make, you know, more and sell them? And so I'm like, you know what, fuck it. People want them. Oh shit. And I can help them out so why not so i started um taking orders for spell jars this week and they're really cute because the idea is to get the person involved so basically what i do is i take all the ingredients that i want to put into whatever the specific spell jar intention is that i that we need in it if it's like a money spell jar or something i will add the bay leaves separately and have them write on the bay leaves their financial goals or whatever it is they want the outcome to be as far as uh, the money's concerned and put them in and then I include the candle and have them set their intentions as they 
melt or blow or burn the candle and then melt the wax onto the CO2 shit, seal it shut. So people really seem to love it because it gets them involved and it just is a way to also introduce people to magic who are not used to it without freaking them out or having them uh, think of something evil. It's a way to change people's perception of witchcraft. So I'm pretty excited about this. And even if it's just, you know, like a $2, somebody gives me two bucks and it costs me like five to make it. I don't really care about that part because I've got a shit ton abundance of, of um, items that I need. It's the idea of changing the perception that people have of us and our craft. So that's kind of exciting for me. <clears throat> Sorry, the next update is the, um, I pulled the trigger on the subscription because I did have some interest in it. I had a lot of people email me, um, asking about the subscription and tell me, you know, hey, they would, they would love to see it and they'd love to get more content, early content. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. So the subscription is now available on live. It's a 99 cents a month. You will get uh, two to three bonus episodes a month. You will get ad-free content and early access to episodes one week early. So this week, this week's episode is a two-parter, possibly three. Um, I am really thinking we might go into three. I'm going to try and wrap it in two. But if you are subscribed, you will get both episodes immediately. And there will also be future video podcasts coming too. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm going to go ahead and thank all of you that have already subscribed. Um, I'm just truly amazed uh, to see how many of you guys have already subscribed. And I am very blessed to have you guys in my circle. So let's get into it because this is going to be a large, large info data packed fucking episode. So I've done episodes on crystals before and they have focused mainly on specific crystals and very, very minimal information on cleaning and charging, but not really talking about how to work with crystals and the nitty gritty of crystals. So I thought, let's fucking do it. I actually came across an article in a magazine that I bought years ago and thought, you know what? I think people might actually like some of this info. So, um... I did take a few snippets from there that I'm going to add in. And then there is a entire page that I'm going to post in all the socials so that you guys can see it because it's something that's going to be much easier for you to see the visual and read than for me just to explain it on here with no visuals. So because it is easier sometimes to understand with visuals. And I think that when it gets to that part, which I'll tell you all about it when we get to that area, that is going to be much easier easier to have visuals for so let's get into all the nitty-gritty of our deep dive on crystals beyond the rock actually that's just a working title i have no fucking idea what the title is actually going to be until i type it in right when i get ready to publish this you guys know because you can read the title right now but i in my own head at this exact moment i'm not 100 percent sure what the title is going to be gonna have the word crystal in it is all I can tell for sure (laughs) all right so we're gonna take an in-depth look at crystals the color the cut cleansing charging healing layout elixirs chakras auras and more I this is like I said a very expanded version this it's just an expanded deep dive into crystals If you've heard my previous crystal 
episode, you know, it was very basic and very simple and not a whole lot of detail. So if you have not listened to that one, you're not missing anything that you have to go and listen to that one first for. Um, You can listen to this one first and then go back and listen to that. It doesn't really matter either way. It's totally fine. So, like all things coming from Mother Earth, crystals are strong and have very powerful energies. They are beautiful, magical gifts from Mother Earth. And I love them so very much. And I'm looking around on my altar right now as I'm recording. I just counted 27 crystals on my altar, not including my beads that I have, my crystal beads that are literally laying up here because I took my bracelet off and then my other bracelet broke, which I need to um, remake, or the string of beaded crystals that I have hanging on my wall next to my altar. I, I have crystals everywhere. They're literally in my bra right now. I don't have pockets, so there's not in my pocket, but I've got crystals on uh, my bracelets, on my wrists, on my necklace, on everything. And I have them all through my house. It's funny because we don't check pockets before clothes go in the washer for change. We check pockets for crystals because 90% chance there's going to be a crystal or two or five in pockets because they're very important. (laughs) But I love to spread them around my home. I like to have them out everywhere. I love to surprise people with crystals and give them, especially when you feel somebody's energy is off. You know they're going through some shit, but they're one of those strong people who just won't tell you that they're going through some shit. But being who we are, we can read that. We can feel that. We know what's going on with them. So I like to take that knowledge and give them something to help them. Most of the time, they don't even understand what what the crystal I gave them is for. But they know that within a day or so, they feel much better. And that's what makes me happy. But crystals are so much more than just a pretty shiny rock. Uh, They are just magical, energy-filled gifts from the earth. I know I already said that, but I literally am just beyond mind-blown that Mother Earth just gives us these gifts for free. She literally just litters the earth with gifts for us. It's up to us to either find them in the earth ourselves or to go and purchase them from like a specialty store or fuck everywhere sun crystals these days, literally everywhere. You can go anywhere pretty much and find crystals available for sale. So they're all around us. And most of us are just drawn to a particular stone for for many reasons. I have always been drawn to amethyst. I've told you guys this many, many times before I even knew what a birthstone was. Amethyst just drew me in instantly. I love the color purple of it. The first one I ever saw was like a, it was a rough one. It was a raw, just gorgeous, multi-pointed, multi-faceted, deep purple stone with white edges. I was like, oh my God, that's fucking gorgeous. I'm like a small child, but I was just so drawn in by that stone and just how beautiful it was. The next one that drew me in was turquoise. And that's because I used to spend my summers in Colorado. When I was younger, my parents would take us on vacations and we'd go to Colorado for a week or two. We also went to like Florida and Tennessee, but we always kept going back to Florida or Colorado because my 
family just had some connection to Colorado. It was crazy. But they loved it there. And we would go to the old um, reservation-type areas where they had, like, these old... (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) These old buildings and old... I can't think of the word building for a second. These old just artifactual type things in the garden of the gods with these giant stones that just are formed and they look like different things it's just an amazing scene to see out there i can't think of the name of what that place is that we go to uh i'll have to look it up and add it back in after i take a break here for you but anyway it is just an amazing place and turquoise was the main stone that was in all of the jewelry that they had for sale and it was just absolutely gorgeous i love those two so much i just those were the two that i was so drawn to but i didn't know what they were called so i just called them purple and blue some people think turquoise is more green sometimes it is but there's also always a debate on between colors blue and green when they're so close like right there in that middle line and i think it has a lot to do with what our own visual color spectrum sees but I have always just fallen in love with those two and I called them the purple and blue stones because they were pretty <laughs> so but like I said most of us are just drawn to a particular stone for many reasons um like I said I have there's so many that just make my heart smile when I see them like instantly smile but amethyst and turquoise are my two all-time favorites the other two right literally right behind those are tiger's eye and malachite and i just really believe that it is from the beauty of them but now that i've learned a lot more about crystals over the years it makes me wonder if my draw for them my my drive my passion about those specific stones is not for another reason so when you hold stones crystals of all kinds you can physically feel the energy surging through them you can feel it heat up i'm literally holding this very very beautiful masagat i get i got it was so funny real quick i just watched a clip on tiktok it was was, i swear that so i swear our phones are listening to us i know we've had this conversation before but i was talking about people pronouncing it agate and agate and how in different parts people do call it agate and how I usually joke around and will call it agate just to fuck with people sometimes just for fun you know like people I know who hate that I'll say it but I was talking about it and the next TikTok video that pops up was a whole new segment about the difference between uh, or people having differences because some call it agate and some call it agate and I was like what the so I put my phone down. I was like, that's enough TikTok for today. Motherfuckers are listening. So no, we're not doing that. But I thought it was funny because the first stone I just happened to pick up was uh, a moss agate. And you can feel, if you hold that in your hand, in your palm, you can feel the energy flowing through it. You can feel the energy coming out of it. You can feel the energy pulsating as it's skin to stone and goes through your body and sends that energy through your body. And it's crazy because when you hold stones, 
it's just like a free energy boost. Like you're plugging in for a minute and just getting that free boost of serotonin and uplifting magical power added to your body. That's why I like to carry stones in my bra because they're literally stone to skin all day long in there and it's fucking amazing. The fact that we can physically feel the energy surging through them is just mind-blowing in its own. And they can be used for so, so, so many things. Healing, empowerment, courage, protection, and seriously, so much more. The magic that is just encoded in these stones is actually just trippy as fuck if you think about it. This little, sometimes minor, tiny little stone came from the earth and holds so much fucking energy and magical properties and craziness all in this one little combustible little guy. It's absolutely mind-blowing. But before we get into all the magic and how all of it works for us on the magical side of it, let's take a look at what scientists have to say. So, this article is from the Topics Media Special on Crystals. I'm going to read it straight to you. So, it's entitled, What Do Scientists Tell Us? Solids, as well as gas and liquid, are made up of atoms, molecules, and or ions. These particles possess energy. They move in all three states, gas, liquid, or solid, but differently. In gas, they freely and randomly move about and have no particular connection with other particles and have no regular form. In liquid, they are more compressed. They have a quote-unquote relationship with the neighboring particles, but still have a certain amount of freedom and space to move about easily. This gives liquid its quote-unquote flow. Solids are made of particles that are closely compacted together in a regular formation. However, they do have a small amount of space around them, not enough to push or shove past a neighboring particle, but just enough to allow for a tiny amount of movement, which can cause a vibration, albeit immersible, imperceptible, shit, to the average human being. Crystals do vibrate, as can all solids. We all know that quartz has been used to power wristwatches. Quartz is... I'm going to mispronounce this word, and the guy just licked my toe like a weirdo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> quartz is piezoelectric. This means it's capable of generating an electrical charge when under stress. Quartz is commonly used today as a crystal oscillator, an electronic circuit, circuit utilizing the mechanical resonance of a vibrating piezoelectric crystal. This is proof that the crystals, at least some of them, have a definite measurable energy. The huge energy input in the creation of crystals transforms into power for spiritual, spirituality and healing. Deep within the Earth's surface, the melting pot of the unknown gives rises to crystals of immense beauty and powerful grounding energies. Meanwhile, a collision of material from outer space leaves us, leaves us its rare and wonderful offspring. Holding one of these gifts of nature, allowing it to resonate with our energies and letting it assist us in our healing efforts, whether for our own benefit or to heal another, suggests that crystals have power, even if these simply mean triggering our own inner healing abilities. The art of using crystals 
and healing has developed over many centuries. One day, science may be able to give us a definitive answer as to how and why they work as aid to healing. Thousands, if not millions of people have enjoyed the healing benefits of crystals over the centuries and continue to do so today. If they did not work, people would not continue to use them. Perhaps this is a good enough reason to believe in what may, what may seem to skeptics to be unbelievable. I could have just summed that up for you guys, but I thought it was more impacting to hear it straight written as the scientist has said. I think it's really something when scientists are able to scientifically state and prove what we feel and what we know to be true and what we follow ourselves. So I thought that was quite interesting and I really wanted to share that. I will um, post the picture of that article along with um, the section that I was just talking about in the beginning about identifying crystals um, with their different what's this? Okay, I don't really know how to pronounce this word so I don't want to fuck it up. (laughs) So I'm going to use another word in the meantime. So it's basically how the mineral content and, and the structure of the crystal is formed and how it basically isolates it to be part of a specific category or a system. Alright, this guy's making all kinds of fucking noise. But it's very interesting because it talks about the different um, intersections in a crystal and how they're grouped based on the sy- symmetry, symmetry or the lack of it and their three-dimensional structure. So it's really interesting to look at, but it's one of those things where, or to read it, I'm sorry, but it's one of those things where you need to be able to see the visual with it to fully understand and appreciate it, I think. So that will be something that I will post both of those articles together and on the socials because it's actually pretty fucking cool. Oh, shit. Y'all, I just had to pause this fucking recording because Travis out there dying laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? So, (laughs) shit. He says, I open the door and he says, uh, there are missionaries here. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, fast, real quick story. I don't know if I've ever told you guys about how the missionaries used to come to our house during the summer all the time the Mormon missionaries and try to convert us all the time. And we actually ended up like converting a couple of them to, um, not, but we'd also like help them. Like, you know, do you need to use our phones? Do you need to call home? Um, do you need things or things that you don't have? They're not giving you like, how can we help you kind of thing? So we have not had a missionary stop by our house in years in years. And since the, uh, missionaries that last were, stopping here all the time and hanging out here when they were supposed to be out and going door to door uh, they all got sent back because they were found out like what was going on which wasn't bad we weren't like you know having them do bad things or anything but we were helping them so that they you know felt safe could talk to their families because they weren't allowed to talk to their families so we know that our um, information has been wrote down at the apartment where the missionaries stay it's like constantly being rented out by the Mormon church so the missionaries stay there oh sorry uh, all the time and so there's information about different addresses and stuff and our address has been blacklisted like do not go to this house so Travis was sitting in there in the family room and the doors open it's a beautiful day out and three missionary girls came to the door 
and I don't know if they thought they were going to be able to like change us or if they're coming here for help but they're like hey can we talk to you and Trav's just like uh what and he kind of laughed like oh my god but then they just turned around and left so it's like oh so we just went outside to see if we could um find them but they'd gotten too far away because I was going to ask them if they need help like do you need you know do you need to use a phone to call your family at home or the things you need I was going to make sure they're genuinely safe but uh they are gone but I'm sure they'll be back around the area so I will check on them and it's a small town so I'm sure I can drive and literally see them and stop them and ask them so wow that was a whole flashback of stuff but all right back to crystals after that little Side note, me saying, oh, fuck, because I thought something was wrong, but it was just hilarious instead, so. All right, back to crystals. So crystals come in a variety of options. Um, raw versus polished. Uh, most people per- do prefer polished, but some people do like raw. And I prefer polished, but I do have a lot of raw that I love just as much, so. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> Sorry, I was just singing again about the fucking Mormons. I feel so bad about them. Anyway, so, but I like both for different reasons, like I said. Um, but they can come cut or carved or polished into different shapes and styles. There's so many different varieties. So, knowing what your soul purpose is, what your goal is, what your intention is, will help you choose the right shape to work with. So, we're going to talk about shapes real quick. And by real quick, I mean, I'm really sorry, but this is kind of long because there's a lot of information to unpack here. So, I'm talking about the basic shapes right now. We're not going to get into, like, all the different versions of shapes, like big heart, small heart, big egg, you know, different sides. But let's start off with towers or generators. Their energy is directed up and out. They emit very focused and directional energy impacting the area around they can also affect other crystals nearby. I know I'm going to misspell or pronounce this because I kept fucking it up. Obelisks are very similar, but only have four sides. So there is a difference between the towers and um, wands and different things. So we're going to talk about all of that as we keep going here. But both are used to basically amplify the energy in the room. Working with generator crystals, you put you could put a tower in your bedroom to kind of align your feng shui. Towers are really nice because they're easy to stand up. They normally are skinny or not really skinnier, but they're they don't take up a lot of space wide, but they do height wise. So you can decorate them in different and getting different sizes of them is just beautiful to kind of decorate together. But choose wisely what crystals you put together because we'll talk about that um, in a later part of how they can mix and kind of cancel each other out but towers are just fun and they're beautiful to look at but they're just great for decoration as well there's a lot of benefits to towers so like I said putting one in your bedroom will kind of align the feng shui put a tower in each corner of your room to kind of create an energy vortex you can use them to channel energy and information. If you have a block chakra, you can hold a tower over that part of your body to kind of help open up that chakra and get the energy flowing. Some of the most common towers that people purchase are uh, selenite. It removes negative energy. It uplifts your mind. 
it kind of warms your body. Selenite is a money stone. It's great for boosting uh, money, business, career. Money benefits come with selenite. Many benefits. I got money on the brain because I have a money spell jar to do. Oh, hang on. Loud as fucking truck. I swear it's like we can't make a single episode or a fucking video or anything without the loudest fucking truck. But I digress. So. Many benefits come with selenite. Success, um, again, in business and career, family and love life. Mental health is huge. And it can just make you feel like you've been basking in the warm sunlight all day. Something about selenite just kind of resets things. So if you have selenite towers, you're kind of able to direct that energy in a specific way and kind of have it resonate around the other things around you as well. So putting a selenite tower in your bedroom is definitely going to be a great way to kind of increase your feng shui, but also give you more of a peaceful, tranquil feeling. And don't we all kind of need that? Rose quartz is another very popular tower choice and it's found in a variety of places around the world it, you can find rose quartz in a lot a lot of places damn near everywhere the shade of quote-unquote rose varies from pale pink to a deep red the stone is a stone of unconditional love this can be for self-love for romantic love for platonic love for just love in general of everything it just kind of creates a warm, happy, serotonin all boost of energy inside of us. Rose quartz also has strong healing properties, and it brings peace and harmony. It's known to reduce stress and attracts love. Put this in your home to bring positive and healing energy. Clear quartz is another, and it's famously known as um, or sorry, it's famously known to bring a balance in energy. I personally choose selenite when I'm looking for balance, but a lot of people go for clear quartz. I, I use both, but if I had a choice, I would always go for selenite. But clear quartz is famously known for balancing energy. It absorbs negative energy and emits clean, positive energy. It creates a harmonious environment. It's perfect for healing atmospheres like your meditation room or a Reiki room or a massage room or anything, especially if I give a business where it's like um, like a spa, like a health and beauty type place or a nail salon, anything like that. You kind of want to create a, a safe and just a healing, oh shit, relaxing atmosphere. Clear quartz powers would be wonderful for that. Um, it's known, like I said, it's known to create a shield of protection around the person, around the atmosphere, not just the person, and keeps negative energy away. It's also great for distinguishing truth from fiction. So if you're ever in a situation and you're looking for a little help with the truth, that clear uh, quartz will definitely help, especially in tower form, because you can point that motherfucker and be like, bam, I need some answers. <laughs> It's kind of funny to just point at people like, but tell me the truth. Amethyst is also um, very, very well, or well known, <laughs> commonly bought as a tower. 
Uh, it's one of the most known crystal, most known and loved crystals. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble today. I was thinking about those poor girls walking away. But it is famously known as one of the most and loved crystals. A lot of people go for amethyst. They're drawn to it, and it makes a great tower because it's so versatile and just been used for centuries for healing and protection and the properties that it carries. It's a very powerful healing stone, and it's used to bring balance and harmony to your mind and body. In the tower form, it's nice because you can kind of aim it where you want specifically, have it kind of going, you know, up and out all around, but also it helps affect the crystals around it as well. Black Obsidian is another very, very well known and bought famously as a tower. It's actually made of volcanic glass. It's another powerful healing crystal. It absorbs negative energy as well and transmutes it into positive energy. It promotes inner strength. It promotes protection, especially against negative forces. And it helps release feelings of anger and fear. This is something that a lot of people, they see black stones or dark stones and they think of the dark and evil and they don't think of how protective it is or how wonderful it is or any of its other properties they think dark because we associate colors and just think dark we as witches don't necessarily do that because we know the difference we know that dark is not always bad that black is not evil and that a color isn't fucking evil but i don't so and honestly it also looks sick as fuck so it's slick and it's just so pretty black obsidian is just gorgeous i have a black obsidian uh my mini crystal ball it's tiny i have a clear quartz crystal ball but i would love to get a black obsidian like a large crystal ball but i'd love to get a black obsidian large crystal ball because damn that would be awesome sorry speaking of balls let's talk about spears They are one of the most popular shapes, and they radiate energy from the entire surface. So this is a well-balanced crystal shape because you can use it for so many things. It's very versatile, and it's just nice because it's all over. It's not compressed and focused to one specific area. It is an all-over crystal, and it's really nice. It emits outward and filling an entire room or space with the energy evenly. It's not just, you know, more for one area. So it doesn't really matter where you put it. It's going to fill everything. Energy of spears are immensely balanced. So it's really nice. Like I say, it just has so many fucking valuable attributes to it. The sphere is just amazing. I love spheres. I check one to make a debut or no an encore like i said i have um a clear quartz crystal ball i love that thing do remember to keep it out of direct sunlight not because you're gonna like damage the crystal or anything but because you're gonna burn your fucking house down so cover it when you're gone because it, it will catch uh, you know on something on fire but just fyi but i think one of my um favorite things about the sphere i'm gonna tell you and um it's for massages. <laughs> it is such an amazing feel. Like if I have a muscle pain or something going on in my leg, I will grab 
one of my sphere crystals and I will just roll it on my skin straight in that area and the pain just alleviates but you also get that radiating energy sent through your body it's just an amazing feeling that connection that you have that this little magical gift from mother earth is literally healing what's wrong with me in the moment so it just creates a feeling of of wholeness and stability for me so some of the other things that are some of the things you can do with spheres besides just massaging is charge um when you charge a sphere and set it with intentions and then set it in the middle of the room so the energy can flow evenly, evenly throughout and send out your intentions throughout the entire room. Spheres or crystal balls have been used for scrying for literally thousands of years. I mean, we're talking ancient times. People were using spheres as crystal balls to see things. Now, like I said, for the healing, rolling that crystal sphere over your body or anywhere where you feel blocked even. And it's just a wonderful way to kind of spread that energy throughout your body and just kind of pass it along through and feel that amazing transfer of energy of the, the magical energy from the sphere, depending on which crystal you're using, mixing with your own energy and kind of forming this super power energy inside of you. It's amazing. It's use, um, use a cleansing sphere like your like a clear quartz or a carnaline or cyanide to cleanse other crystals or areas of the home. Crystal spheres can be used to bring harmony to a group. Teamwork lacking, use a sphere to help. Putting a sphere crystal in an environment like a break room or say you guys are kind of working on um, a project and some people aren't really feeling it or some people aren't helping as much. Charge a sphere, bring it with you next time and put it in the center and see how that changes everyone's attitude. It will emit the energy throughout. So everybody is kind of hitting the same level and it's a really wonderful boost to the morale. I highly suggest if you're looking for something for like teamwork or something like that or coexisting with someone that you may not be super close to, Sodalite. I cannot suggest Sodalite enough when it comes to teamwork and people working together in any way shape or form it's amazing and of course you know decor because they're just fucking beautiful so some of the most popular spheres people buy clear quartz obviously it is the ultimate stone for healing and cleansing it's also known as a universal healer like i said crystal balls people literally use clear quartz to scry and see the future uh, it's great for healing meditation raising people's consciousness levels clearing your mind and increasing creativity it enhances our intuition and can open the door to hidden psychic info that we may not have been really tapping into yet we just did the powers and abilities episode a couple back and if you are struggling with trying to connect with your higher self get you some clear quartz possibly in a sphere form you can get like the little baby um clear quartz crystal balls and they come with a little stand and they're really cheap and they're so so useful like i said great for massage and everything else but they work great and they're also um most recommended for anybody who is embarking on a spiritual journey if you're new setting out on a you know specific path if you're trying uh, shadow work for the first time a clear quartz sphere is an amazing little thing to keep in your pocket and kind of help 
The next most popular sphere crystal is rose quartz. It's associated with all forms of love. It emits, emits a gentle energy and highly suggested for healing matters of the heart. Rose quartz is just a heart crystal through and through, but it is also super awesome to have a little spear. And when you are, I don't know why I said and, but it's, it's not like that. And it's this, but a little rose quartz spear, just kind of rub it on your heart when you're struggling with anything. It could be romantic love or platonic love or self love, which we're all working on, or just any kind of emotional things that's got you just down. Rub that rose quartz crystal sphere on your heart and just see how it changes you and how it helps kind of just take that that emotion and fix it and then put it right back. It's crazy. Like, I, I can't even explain how doing this has literally changed me. Having a rose quartz sphere, always, whenever, whenever I'm struggling with emotion, especially as an empath, when I carry people's stuff with me, their emotion, things that are not mine, my go-to is to grab my rose quartz spear and rub it on my heart, and it just instantly makes everything better and go away, and it's just, it's amazing how well it works. It's also a really excellent choice for expressing forgiveness or softening your soul. Sometimes we have to make ourselves a little more open and a little more available. I don't want to say vulnerable, but sometimes we have our wall up so fucking high and tight and we have just been through so much that we don't let anybody in or through. And sometimes we need to. Sometimes we need to lower that because we're not going to heal if we don't allow the right people in to help us. And Rose Quartz is a wonderful wonderful choice for helping you quote-unquote become vulnerable without being susceptible to pain or putting yourself in a victimless spot. It's enough to just soften your soul that you are able to let that guard down just enough to let somebody through but not enough to hurt you. I hope that makes sense because it doesn't make Another popular is amethyst. Of of course, it's, you know, go-to stone for healing energy. It's also known as a spiritual stone. It's really good for connecting with your highest spirituality. A great tool for divination and for dream interpretation. So, Travis has really, really fucked up issues with bad dreams. And I don't even want to say bad dreams. Sorry, my paper's being really rustling more like very fucked up dreams more like what the fuck dreams kind of shit happening and this is something he has struggled with and he will not let me help him and I don't know how to convince him to let me help him but he won't so it is what that is but when I start having these kind of dreams amethyst is a great to go to to kind of help me interpret what is happening why like what the message is that I'm trying to be shown here that I can't quite figure out so it helps me to decipher what it is that I'm trying to get what our message is trying to come through and then once I get that message and figure it out then 
the bad dreams, nightmares go away because there's no need to continue with them. I've got the message. Now it's time to move on. So let's go ahead and take a little break real quick and then we will dive back in with a very fucking interesting egg shape and I or stone shape I just gave it away, but um yeah. Just we'll be right back. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And we're back. <laughs> I fucking forgot I had on the baby voice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad. I always... <laughs> I always do a sound check before I start recording, and then before I start recording again, if I take a pause, because uh, sometimes I want to make sure it's actually like recording correctly. And I had it on the uh, baby voice for the sound check, and then I forgot to fucking put it back on the, whew, the normal. So that was entertaining, but we need to prepare ourselves for this next section because I don't think I can get through it without a few what the fucks, and oh my god, I did not know that. So, we're still continuing to talk about shapes of crystals and how the shape of a crystal can impact where the energy goes and how the energy works for that crystal and why this is an ideal thing to know about before you choose your crystal for whatever your specific intentional purpose is. So, now we're moving on to egg shape. I remember when I was out in Colorado, when I was like, 10 or so and we went to one of these places and I forgot to look up the fucking name of that actually pause alright I looked it up and it is called the Manitou Cliff Dwellings in Manitou Springs Colorado and it is gorgeous I don't even know how to describe this place but it is basically the old cliff dwellings where people lived back then and just fucking gorgeous gorgeous, 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 ancient dwellings, and they have these little shops there, and they would make, or uh, have handmade jewelry, and, and just different gifts, and things like that, and my sister and I would always get different things, one year we got, um, she got a rock collection, and it came with, uh, the, the little rocks were glued down, the crystals were glued down, and they had a, the name of it underneath it, but it was just this beautiful yellow box, and it was pretty big size. It was probably, say, uh, maybe 8 inches by 12 inches. It was Well, I guess it was about the size of a piece of paper. And it had all the different minerals and rocks and different things in it. And it was just beautiful. And we still have it. It's upstairs. My mom's it's in horrible shape. But the next time we went, we both got crystal eggs. Hers, I'm trying to remember back because it's been so long. And I think it's still at my mom's house find it I want to say hers was um, citrine and mine was 
I was my I think was Tiger's Eye. Can't find. I know they're at Mom somewhere. I can't find them right now. I'm gonna go look. They're fucking gorgeous, just gorgeous eggs. Love them, and you can feel that fucking energy just vibrating through that thing. It just felt amazing, and it was one. It was just a nice, you know, roll on your your aches and your pains and things like that, and it's just an amazing feeling to hold that egg. And it was the size of an actual egg. It wasn't um, real small or huge. It was literally the size of an actual chicken egg. It was just awesome. So, eggs. <laughs> Excuse me. Similar to the spear, they to the sphere. Eggs emit energy from all sides, but it's more focused on the tapered end. The eggs represent divine feminine energy, fertility, new beginnings, and transformations. They also represent youthfulness. They're great healing properties for the egg shapes. Really wonderful, just like the others, really wonderful for healing. And it's good for creating a balance in life, especially your work-home life. Which, hey, you guys know I'm struggling with at the moment, which is why I need to go find those fucking eggs at my mom's. Working with egg-shaped crystals. They're wonderful muses for setting intentions or being productive. They're great for breaking old habits, for transformations, like I said, new beginnings and manifesting. This is the part where I literally had my jaw drop and was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I had no idea. No idea this was a thing. I'm probably going to mispronounce the, the term for it. But some women use crystal eggs for exercise. Specifically, their pelvic floor strengthening. If you don't know what I mean, um, they're, they're putting the eggs in their hoo-ha and doing kegels. So... This is also known as a yani egg, or yani is the name of the practice. I'm not 100% sure because I was just mind blown and I can't remember what I read at this point after that. But (laughs) use extreme caution and make sure the crystal is clean before you shove it up your hoo-ha. And, uh, yeah. So, I I am wild. Um, oh shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that we use crystals for, our, like, for you know, health and beauty a lot. Especially like uh, face rollers are normally made out of jade, and they're wonderful. They really help. They just feel like the connection. You feel the energy going through your skin and connecting, and it's wonderful. But I don't know how I feel about sticking an egg in my hoo-ha, my coochie. I I don't know if I could stick an egg in my vagina or not. I really, um, hmm. I have to think about that one. I think I'm just still shocked that it's actually a thing people do, so my brain's just not really, um, comprehending all of that yet, but. So, the most common and popular eggs for yawning eggs are rose quartz, amethyst, and jade. And honestly, um, all I found when I was trying to look up the most popular egg-shaped crystals that people go for, all I found was for yawny eggs. I literally found nothing for just people who want egg-shaped 
crystals. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's that. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Alright guys, I was just so shaken by this and I didn't tell Travis about it when I came across the research last night, but I brought Travis in. Travis, hey, hey. Hello. So I wanted to get his genuine reaction and have you guys here with it for this when I tell him. So they already know because I just told them. So I'm talking about different shapes of eggs or of crystals and what their uses are and what they're for. So when I was doing the research to find out, you know, what a lot of people do with egg-shaped crystals because I love egg-shaped crystals. I have a lot of fun with them. I've showed you the ones I got with Mom out in Florida, Colorado. So I came across an article and you know what the most popular use of egg-shaped crystals these days? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling. But you're correct yeah. if that's what oh, you're what thinking. The yeah, they put them in their hoo-ha to do pelvic exercise. What? They stick an egg-shaped crystal in their vagina and do pelvic exercises with kegels. I don't know. I don't. You would have to be careful. You'd have to literally just like tighten your muscles so it doesn't suck up in there. Why wouldn't you just use something else? Because the crystal properties are amazing. Oh, that connection. It's a crystal. Okay. But That's why I still have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, I know that I did too. Yeah. So. That's kind of jacked up. The most popular choices that women go for are rose quartz, amethyst, and jade when they're picking a yawny egg to stick in their vagina. So that's uh, pretty well stuff. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the fuck? So, well, if anybody does that, let me know how they get it out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, so email me and Not let me know me, how that I've goes. Seen more shit. <laughs> If you try this, I, re- I genuinely want to know your experience. So let me know, Cassie, or I'm sorry, uh, the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com. I'm genuinely interested to know. So, huh. <laughs> all thanks right. For me on. Yes, thanks for coming Love on it. for a second. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against trying new things at all. I'm, I'm down. I'll try it. But I just am worried. Like, what if it gets stuck in there? I mean, I guess like I've had a. a Ampon stuck in there, but what if it gets like stuck, stuck, and then I have to go to the hospital? And they're like, Hey, what's wrong? And I'm like, Oh, I have something inside of me. And they're like, What? And they do an x ray and see there's a crystal shaped fucking or egg shaped crystal stuck inside in my vagina. I don't know if I am emotionally prepared for that, so I think I'll pass until I'm 100% sure. Or, I mean, I guess they do make like crystal dildos probably. I don't know. We have younger listeners in here. Um, pretend you didn't hear any of this. So, you've been warned. It says explicit on there. Not, not my, not my fault. So. Moving on, let's talk about pyramid-shaped crystals. I love a good pyramid-shaped crystal. In fact, I have one on my altar, one in my family room, one on my crystal coffin, one on my desk at work. I have them everywhere. I think they're beautiful. I think they're gorgeous. I notice that I only have them in black onyx and I don't know why I don't or maybe it's obsidian I don't remember but they're both black and very are all black and very sleek and I don't know why it just now occurred to me that I only ever buy them in black hmm that's odd but they're strong and they're strong and sturdy base is incredibly grounding and stable it's nice because you don't have to worry about them falling over or rolling around they're, they're there to stay they're not going to tip over their point allows for energy to flow in and out. 
They're very helpful with opening your root chakra and they're a great tool for strengthening your psychic abilities and tuning into higher dimensional fields. Pyramids are just wonderful for astral traveling. So put one next to your bed or something. Uh, it helps us connect with energy from our crown to our root chakras. And we're going to talk about chakras and crystal correlations in part two. They allow us to feel in tune with our higher dimensional thinking and just our highest being and our higher selves as a whole while still staying grounded to earth. And I think that's why it's just an amazing tool to have pyramid-shaped crystals. Also, think of the ties that they have to the original pyramids. Think of all the magic that had to go in to make those motherfuckers. Because you, they didn't have the equipment. They didn't have backloaders or whatever those fucking machines are called or anything. They're hoist that shit up there. These were made by people who did not have the the newest technology to make those happen. Engineers today have even said they don't know how they would have done that then and they're not even sure they could even accomplish some of that type of thing now. Especially the fact that they lined up with specific constellations and stars in the fucking night sky. That is intensely insane. I don't think... I, I have a whole lot of feelings on ancient pyramids and where they came from, how they got here, who helped build them, all that shit. I've got a lot of fucking um, questions and thoughts. So we'll just kind of leave that for later. But I think that's why I have a pull towards pyramids and feel like they're more magical and very powerful. So if you're going to work with pyramids, try placing a pyramid on your altar or in the center of a room to feel more connected to the spiritual realm. Sleep with one on your bedside to encourage and boost astral travel. Meditate with a pyramid on your third eye to stimulate psychic ability. It'll kind of help open up that door, especially if your chakra has been blocked or you're having trouble with it. Or if, like I said before you, we just did the powers and abilities episode. If you are trying to work on connecting with some of your... um, own powers and abilities and trying to open up that third eye or connect with your higher self pyramids while you're meditating will be a great boost to that or just pyramids in your area in general because they they emit it so you're you're, you know it's passing all around you can also use pyramids to charge other crystals which is also very handy and helpful Uh, place under other crystals under the base of the pyramid and leave overnight and allows the pyramid to push out the negative energy from those crystals out through the pyramid top so very very fun and interesting shapes there wands let's talk about wands energy flows in one side and out the other and it's basically forced through and it flows it's (laughs) it I just stutter. It, 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 it. Let's rephrase. Energy is forced to flow in one side and out the other. It's a perfect. It's perfect for allowing energy to flow up and down and in and out. It's just a way to kind of pass through some not such wonderful energy, maybe that's going around. It's used to find and release negative pent up energy and exchange it for positive energy. It's mostly used for opening and 
opening up blocked energy fields or your chakras and to invite healing energy in. I love a good wand. I have like, sorry, my paper's really loud. I have like, fuck, I want to say six selenite wands in my family room alone. I've got a selenite wand that keeps um, stays on my altar constantly. There's several on my uh, crystal coffin. Got them at work. I have them all over the house because number one, wands are wonderful, but selenite wands are cheap. Number one, you can go to metaphysical store and get like giant fucking wands for like five bucks. I'm serious. They are cheap for a selenite wands. They're wonderful. Very, 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 very good deal on that because selenite is just a very balancing crystal. So selenite wands, it basically helps keep the flow, especially if you keep it going and have them all around. It helps pull the negative out, pushes it through, cleanses it and pushes out, clean it. Wonderful, positive energy on the other side. So I like to have them in a lot of places where they have access to things. I don't like to place them up where one of the edges or ends is up against the wall because it blocks it from continuing the flow. But wands are great for setting around the great decoration as well. So working with wands, hold a wand between uh, energy centers on your body to kind of encourage the energy to flow in between, if it, especially if it is blocked. Use a wand to sweep away negative energy from people or places or things. Wave your wand over crystals to cleanse them and recharge them. And you can use it to cast a circle before a spiritual, any spiritual or magical work. Clusters. So clusters are extremely unique. No two will ever be exactly the same, which is super cute and super cool because you just have very unique crystal. You'll never have one that is going to be like the others because they're all just so fucking random. And they're beautiful the way they, like my amethyst, I keep going back to amethyst, but I just can't help it. I have a beautiful amethyst cluster. Actually, I have several, but one of my bigger ones. And the way the sunlight hits it and it just fucking lights up and all the different little points in there start to light up and reflect and refract that energy out into the room. Out of all the points, you can literally feel the energy just radiating from them. Clusters are gorgeous. They give off very positive and uplifting energy. They're incredibly grounding due to the matrix. And energy is directed out through all of the many points and dispersing it even further away. What the fuck was that? Did you guys hear that? Anyway, they're high vibrational and perfect for large areas. So if you have a pretty good sized area that you need to make sure the energy is not stale in and kind of flowing and remaining positive, put a couple of clusters in there, like up against the wall, so it kind of hits all around it. If one of the if the backside is um, like a geode form where it's still rough obviously and let that thing just do its thing let the crystal just radiate the positiveness everywhere and keep the energy flowing so it's not stale stagnant dead and negative working with these like i said place in the corners of your home to ground and protect the space 
uh, put a cluster in each room to encourage positive energy flow, and you can use it to absorb negative energy from the environment, meaning any area you're in. Take it to work if you have to. If you got negative shit happening there, people that are dicks, you know, it happens everywhere. Raw stones. Raw stones are pulled from the ground and not tampered with, like, at all. Sometimes, you know, they're brushed off, but they're the purest of all energies. There's less exposure to other energies, and they're often just polished before being sold to look better, but they still have a lot of their raw power and just built up freshness. It's not been used. It's not been really altered in any way. So it's the strongest form of of ground. (laughs) The strongest form of grounding stones. If you're working with raw stones, try putting them in potted plants to help plants grow uh, with natural energy. It helps grow with the natural energy, but also boosts that natural energy. Keep a raw stone in your pocket to kind of stay grounded all day long Put a raw chunk on your altar to amplify your work. Add raw pieces around to promote deep and peaceful sleep. That is something that I actually have been wanting to try and I just keep forgetting because I have so many stones bedside that um, I probably ought to switch them out. But I have a habit of just cleansing them and charging them and putting them right back. But I really need to um, definitely try with some, some raw ones. Let's talk about heart-shaped, because I have, I have several little heart-shaped crystals, and here's my thing. When I first got a heart-shaped crystal, or got the idea to get one, I don't like heart-shaped jewelry. I don't know why, I just have this thing with heart-shaped Travis and the kids got me heart-shaped jewelry one year for my birthday or something. A heart-shaped necklace. And I wore it because they got it for me. But it's not something I would ever buy for myself. It's something that I will wear because somebody gave it to me, but not something I will personally go out and choose to buy. So I went into heart-shaped crystal ownership with the same forethought. It's pretty, but I went and pick it up and buy it. Or, you know, it, it's it's okay, but, you know, but I was wrong. I was wrong. I love heart-shaped crystals. Let me tell you what. First, they come in a variety of sizes. You can get thin little ones, thick little ones, big motherfuckers, tiny little fuckers. Tons of different sizes, thicknesses, shapes, hearts is the main shape, but you know what I mean. Uh, but there are several different shapes of hearts, like the fat, chunky heart, the the elongated heart, different one. But they emit extremely loving and compassionate energy. Heart-shaped crystals will literally make me blush and just feel giddy and just feel a warming sensation of happiness and just overall love of everything when I have one in my bra, in my pocket, around me. Heart-shaped crystals just do something for me that I can't explain, and I actually love it because I never thought that I would. 
They are perfect for home, work, like I said, your bra, your pocket, really anywhere. They encourage unconditional love and forgiveness, support, compassion, and hope. They're ideal for meditation, especially your heart chakras. Heart-shaped crystals just have this this hold over me and this way to just change my whole day and thought, my whole atmosphere, everything. It's crazy. I never thought I would be a heart-shaped crystal person, but I am. So if you're working with heart-shaped crystals, hold it in your hand to boost the serotonin when you need a hug. I'm telling you, I will have Trav uh, sometimes hold my crystals and to help after I've cleansed them and charged them, I'll have him kind of hold it. And to me, that is a way of him putting his energy into it and then me putting that energy, make that his energy mixed with the crystal's energy into my bra. And I feel like it's just like he's hugging me all day long. Sometimes if I don't have it in my bra, if I don't, you know, I have too many crystals going there. If I pick it up and just hold it, it feels like a warm hug. It's just an amazing feeling. If you're going through any type of emotional issue or anything like that, heart-shaped crystal is your go-to. It is wonderful. It has this just this way to just make you feel just all snuggled and, and just this wonderful boost of serotonin. Like I cannot get over how much it just boosts it. Add heart-shaped crystals to your bedroom to kind of boost love and sensuality. Meditate with uh, with it to open up and activate your heart chakra. Keep it in your pocket when you're dealing with narcissists, assholes, hateful people, especially like if you work in the public. Keeping a heart-shaped crystal um, in your pocket or bra will help you. Oh, shit. My bad. Whoa. I didn't mean to move that thing. Will help you in so many ways deal with these people without letting it get to you where you feel like you carry that shit with you all fucking day long. Um, real quick, to, just to let everyone know, Travis just informed me that he looked them up. And in fact, Yoni stones do come with a string. There is a, uh, a hole drilled through the tip of the egg and a string ran through that will allow it to come back out. And you can also get them in a kit with a, basically a, um, a very smooth crystal wand that is um, rounded on the ends. So, yeah, it is uh, a whole kit you can buy, apparently. So, in case anyone was interested. But if you do, I really want to know about it. Because I might do. Just saying. Next, tumbled rocks. Tumbled stones. Tumbled crystals. They're just simply stones that have been tumbled and smoothed and the edges and tips rounded off. And these are probably the most common type because they are just what's everywhere. When you go into a store, especially a store anywhere that sells crystals, they're pretty much all, the majority of the bulk of them are going to be just tumbled crystals. And they come in a variety of shapes and sizes and styles and everything. And they're really pretty. And chips as well. I don't think I put chips on my list because, you know, they're just basically small tumbled stones, but um, that's what basically chips are. They come in small tumbled stones, but I really like just small regular tumbled stones because they're unique. They are just versatile and everything you can do with them, especially because they are usually, they're small to medium and you can 
carry them in your bra very wonderfully, very easily, um, or your pocket, or really whatever, but they're just, uh, they're fun, because it's, you never have too many, you know, they're never just two of the same, similar to, um, uh, yeah, clusters, <laughs> my brain's still thinking about the yoni eggs, and I'm trying to wop, wipe, wop, I'm trying to wop, trying to wipe the wax off this little tumbled stone, um, the labradite, I, it was in a candle, and I don't know about you guys, so when you guys get candles that have stones in them, and they get down, and you, you're at the end, do you take the, the crystals out and keep them, and I'm sure most people do, because they're crystals, and we want to keep them, but how do you get the wax off, because I have tons of wax, like a, a permanent wax coat, obviously, I get it where it's hot, and then I hold it and melt the wax off um, at the end, but it seems like there's always just a wax coat left on there, just a thin one, and my fingers always feel waxy afterwards, but oh well. So, working with tumbled stones are ideal, f- ideal, <laughs> ideal for carrying around with you to provide continuous energy throughout the day. Again, this is another great um, stone to skin crystal because it can be held in your bra and be with you all day long it's also really good for um just your regular pockets and it's really also a great way they are great for placing on your different chakras during meditation you can place them under your pillow or in your pillow if you have a pillow pouch or a more restful sleep uh choose different steins different steins different tried to say Types and stones at the same time. Choose different types of stones to impact your dreams. If you're wanting to have more lovey dreams, I would go with rose gold, a more serene, calming. I would personally go with amethyst. I love amazonite in my pillow. I don't know what it is. I have a big hunk of raw amazonite, and I just really like how. I dream with it. They're not wild. They're not. They're not too wild, I should say. But they're not like just calm everyday dreams. They're just different. They're very. How do I think of the right word? Not wild, but and not crazy, but just not your average dream. It's very vivid and just kind of a dream like very expanded I don't even know the fucking right word but it's great I love having Amsonite in my pillow and I don't know I've told you guys before I have the pillowcases that I got from Goddess Provisions that have a little pouch sewn into them for you to put crystal in your pillow at night wonderful you can do this in a couple different ways without just buying special pillowcases mine came in a subscription box so you can A sew your own little pouch in there take fabric and just sew a little pocket for your crystal or if you're fine with it being loose in there you can put it in just in your pillowcase or you put it in a little sachet bag and put that in your pillowcase many options you can do but i suggest highly suggest sleeping with a crystal in your pillowcase just to see how you like it again they're also perfect for decorating and decorating your altar i love having crystals 
all around my house and decorations. I'll put them around like a little candle holder. I'll put them um, around the candy dish. I have crystals all over the place. I have them at work all over the place too. They're literally just crystals. My crystals are just fucking everywhere and I like it that way. So it's Cubes. I, <laughs> I think the thing I like most about cubes is they look like little dice. And I think it would be really cool to have a dice set made out of cube crystals. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think it'd be pretty cool. So cubes are great for grounding and stabilizing energy. They're ideal for helping focus and concentrate on specific tasks. Those with ADHD will find that having cubes on you are very, very helpful in aiding you to complete the tasks at hand and move on to the next one instead of just completing the task like you've accomplished stuff and then sitting down for most of day and scrolling on tiktok maybe i'm the only one who does that i don't know but it's bad so those are great they're also perfect for pockets they create a safe and stable environment for meditation they're used for healing they offer protection and support and again man what the they're just great for decor i cannot seriously recommend enough of decorating your home with crystals and stones of all shapes, sizes, and styles. Palm stones. So we're going to talk about a group here at this intersection. They're known as worry stones, palm stones and thumb stones. So, oh, sorry, my allergies started to go. Palm stones are perfect for relaxation and energy boost, protection, meditation. Holding a palm stone creates an incredibly strong connection between the stone's energy and your energy field and kind of just blends them together like a warm coffee on a nice autumn morning. I know that would make no sense a lot of things, but it is. Your aura kind of mixes with the stone's energy to create an amazingly powerful energy. They're easy to carry in your pocket unless you get a really big one. And they're just really nice. In fact, I have one on my desk of Labradite. Actually, I have, oh shit, I have several palm stones. Um, the one I have up here is Labradite, and I was just playing with it, and I don't see it anywhere. So that's, that's nice. I don't know what I just did with it. But I just had it. I might have carried it in the other room with me. Because sometimes I will um, pick it up and hold it in my palm and just kind of rub it together in my hands as I'm walking and talking just to kind of help with whatever's going on or whatever I have um, happen at the moment. And it's very calming and soothing and just creates this powerful, bam, in-your-face boost of energy. So working with them, you basically, like I said, just simply hold it in your palms uh, when you need boosts of energy. And it's really good for dealing with conflict, stress, uh, anxiety, depression, really anything. It's also used as a great massage tool, very similar to the round ones. Um, you can ease, use it to roll on the, or massage on the area of your body where you feel tension or build up uh, pressure or you feel like your energy's blocked or anything right there. I personally use my palm stone to connect with my higher self and open my senses before I do divination. I like to pull my palm stone and just kind of rub it between my hands and just go about what I'm doing. 
as you know, looking around or whatever, or hold it in one hand as I get things ready with the other, and use it to kind of really take me to that next level before I do a tarot reading or you, you know, get my dowsing rods out or pendulum work or really anything. It's just very, very handy. The next worrying stone is the thumb stone. And I'm telling you guys, these are fantastic. If you don't have one, please, 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 please get one. Whenever I stress, I keep one of these in my pocket all the time. Uh, I don't really keep it in my bra because I get it in and out a lot and I just don't want, if I'm like in a situation, it's easier for me to stick my hand in my pocket and get it out than it would be to stick my hand down my bra and get it out. Especially like at work or, <coughs> excuse me, there are certain situations where you just don't want to, you know, look like you're fondling yourself in front of people. <laughs> so my thumbstone is very nice because it has very similar uh, uses and properties to Palm stone, like I said, both are known as worrying stones. They fall into that category. But when dealing with something, hold the thumb stone between your index finger and your thumb and rub your thumb on the stone as you work through whatever you're going through. It literally takes the energy and mixes the stone's energy with your energy, just like the palm stone, and helps aid you in whatever you're dealing with. But also the act of rubbing your thumb through it because it has most of the thumb stones have a little divot cut out for your thumb to you know rub obviously but the act of rubbing your thumb on that as you're going through whatever you're going through or dealing with whatever it somehow just helps like it gives a place for that nervous energy to escape through and it it escapes through your thumb and sends it out but then sends restored cleaned calming energy back through your thumb if that makes sense i swear it sounds crazy but it is amazing it is a go-to for me all the time i have a couple different ones um i feel like they're all just really wonderful very helpful the one that i carry the most is um bloodstone sorry that was fucking annoying because I like the way it makes me feel. I like how it helps me kind of release that pent up, not necessarily fear, but anxiety, and sends me back clean, restored, calming energy. So like I said, we can break down um, crystals in many ways by different shapes. We can continue on there other, several other different forms and shapes of crystals but this is kind of like the basic one of them um like i was saying earlier in in the beginning we can break it down by crystal structure and their internal formation but it's hard to describe it without visuals so like i said i'm going to post the article excerpt um in the, the article that i read about what the scientist said and the little diagram with all the information about um, their structure and how they're broken down into different categories that way. Um, it, like cubic or isotomic, or isometric, excuse me. Uh, tetragonal, hexagonal, orthohombic, ortho, ortho, <laughs> monoclinic, triclinic, yeah. So I'm going to just post that picture 
on the socials because it'll be much easier for uh, you guys to see and understand without me fucking it all up. Number one, mispronouncing half the fucking words. And number two, trying to explain to you uh, all the crosses and all that shit inside of the structural break of it. So, I got a little cheat sheet here in case that was just a lot of information to take in. So, I made a little cheat sheet. So, shape chart. Shape. Cheat. Sheet. Chart. Cubes are best for grounding. Spheres are good for full encompassing energy and uh, okay, I can't even read my fucking writing from this uh, cheat sheet I made. Wow, okay. Spheres are good for full <laughs> fully encompassing energy and wonderful massage tools. Heart shaped are good for sending love across time and space. Free forms are good for high vibration. Pyramids are great for sending intentions into the universe. Towers for amplifying intensity and recharging other crystals. Eggs for fertility and stability and strengthening your pelvic wall, apparently. Wands for healing and rituals. Worry stones, aka, aka palm stones with thumb stones are good for stone-to-skin energy transfer. Also, people always ask about specific places and directions. So, as far as like placing things in a room or a home or a specific table if you're doing a setup. So, the center, if you're placing stone in the center, it's good for the heart of the home and things like that. It's an area that is good to take care of things in general. So, if you're doing that, I would focus on uh, finding the center if you're trying to get everything so what would be the heart of your home my home the heart would be the family room because that's where we're always at a lot of times at uh, southwest is for love marriage and intimacy the west is for children and creativity and northeast is for personal growth and self-development those are just a few um tips on placement <laughs> so this will be the end of part one because um, this is going to get kind of long. In fact, maybe three parts. I'm I, going to try not to, but I'm thinking it might be three parts. So this is the end of part one. But don't worry because if you are a subscriber, you will get part two right now. It will be available. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. I don't want to keep going and going, so I'm getting ready to literally record part two, which you guys will already have it because I'm going to release them together. And I got a lot still more to say about crystals. So, this is a super deep dive into crystals, and we're going to get more intense with each um, each section of this I go through. I really wanted to do this deep dive on crystals because I felt like once I went back and really looked through... Um, my previous episode on crystals, I was like, we just kind of went through like the basics and I know we're called the basic witch, but we're, we're moving forward and taking bigger leaps and learning more advanced things all the time. So why not start advancing things as we go on? We start off basic and now we're badass as fuck. So I'm excited, but otherwise, um, yeah, so we will continue on next week. I hope you guys have an amazing day, week, month, year, as always. 
reach out, Cassie. Nope. <laughs> the Basic Witch 2020 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, the Facebook group, The Basic Witch. It is the one with the green header, not the purple. The the group that will not let me shut it down for some reason will say void across the um, picture, profile picture of the group. Don't join that one. It's not active. It's dead. It was only made when I lost my um, Facebook, so it's not active. TikTok is The Basic Witch 2020. YouTube is at Cassie the Basic Witch and Instagram is Cassie the Basic Witch. I think. Yeah. I believe so. But yeah, so if you guys um, go out and you're getting ready to do any work and you're getting ready to purchase a new stone, keep in mind the shapes when making that decision that might help you choose a specific kind, specific shape for a specific reason. Next, we're going to start talking about the color families and properties and how to basically know what's what without having to know the properties of every single crystal because it's basically impossible. So, again, I hope you have a lovely day, week, month, year. Everything is great. And, yeah. So, don't forget to um, check out all the socials. Um, The subscription is available live now. 99 cents a month you get episodes a week early so people who are subscribed are getting episode two right now you get ad-free content you get bonus episodes uh there's going to be two to three a month starting out and then it will be a bonus episode every monday will also be added or wednesday i have not figured out exactly what day this week it will be monday i believe anyway we're going so we're getting there all right let's be love you bye